Bienvenidos a otro episodio de Nothing to Say with Josh and Drew. Yo soy Josh. Yo soy Drew. You're never gonna win if you if 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 you sound that way. You really gotta work on it. Beto's Beto. The I know. Is, I have to work on my Spanish. The Beatus has got it. Yes, he does. everyone i am josh i'm drew for those who are patriots and don't speak <laughs> the devil's language um yeah so i was trying to speak spanish to try to pander to those who are trying to stay in this country illegally who the republicans think are voting illegally that's right but yeah. um here's the thing that's all i know about what happened i i, I haven't yeah. seen anything for all i know Bernie Sanders could have died on stage. I don't know. You don't know anything. No, but, I know. But you've seen you've seen articles. You've seen I've highlights. Seen, no, seen no, highlights? no, 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 no. I've seen memes. You've seen okay memes. Okay. All I've all I've seen are memes of a skinny white man from Texas speaking Spanish and a bewildered African American gentleman, really upset that the white guy took oh, yeah. his took his yeah act. yeah the Booker the Booker meme yeah the Booker yeah. meme is pretty awesome yeah i watched i watched both okay so i watched them both live yeah. and i know all about them okay so i think it's i think it's important that that we get this right but before we do yeah um yeah check us out on um all your favorite podcast platforms like you are right now you could even change podcast platforms and i bet you'd find us um you can also contact us at nothing to say podcast at gmail.com then you could also check us out on Instagram. That is nothing to say pod. And we are going to put stuff up there. If it kills me, I think I'm going to try to do it this week. Okay. I still haven't done it. It's been Sweet. how many weeks? Also, also, also in the description, you can find this link, leave us a voicemail, tell us what you think about the show, about us, about what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Maybe you speak Spanish and you want to send it in Spanish. You could do that too. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because we have someone that can actually read it. Yeah. I think. And we could call... Can you read it? Yeah, yeah, I can. Okay. And we could call Beatus and he could he could help us out too. Yeah, yeah. So... So yeah, tell me about it. Tell me about it. Because well, I am completely No, 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 no. I'm not, not going to tell you about it. What we're going to do is okay. I want you to tell me about it based on the memes. <laughs> so, oh, what, so what I've do you know? I've only seen the one meme. You want to see... Okay, you only seen that yeah, one. I've, yeah, I didn't really okay. pay attention to anything well, else. Well, yeah, there was definitely... Oh, so, so Beto and... Uh, Julian Castro. Oh. Uh, Fidel's cousin? Yes. And and then uh, Pete Buttigieg. They all... Booty judge. Yeah, booty judge. Nice. He, uh, all of them spoke Spanish for a little bit. Okay. You know, to show off, show off their skills and... Uh, Got it. And yeah, it was fine, but I mean, you know, that... Cory Booker, I mean, that look, like, I don't know what, what the big deal about it was, but... You know, across across the board, everyone's been saying that that uh, Beto kind of choked. He like he did not do well in these. Oh debates. no, he didn't. He did not do well. See, in, these in my eyes, he did the best. No, <laughs> because okay. all I've seen him say, I, I wasn't even paying t- paying attention to what he was saying. If I'm being honest, but but no, he didn't have a good showing. No, not really, not really. You know, but in general, both debates to me were just they were hard to watch. Really, a little bit. Okay, because why do you say that? Ten people is way too much. 
Oh. It's way too much. It's not. It's not a debate at that point. So, so like the first night, you know, this was all randomly chosen. So I don't want to say like the first night was like lower candidates, even though technically they were. Uh, it but was randomly chosen. They were ran- yes, because like last year or That's last election so cycle, yeah. I guess like there was like a sort of like a kids table of debate. Like yeah. they had like the major ones on like the one debate, and then like the other ones, the underdogs on like another debate. So okay. like they wanted to eliminate that. They randomly chose who's going to go on either night. But even through random chance, the biggest ones, some of the biggest ones. I mean, Warren, Warren's a big one. She's number three right now. And she was in the first debate. And then Bernie Biden were in the second debate. But um, but either way, like Beto, he didn't do that well. And that's what people were saying. And again, like the debates are not, they weren't really great because it wasn't a debate. Like very rarely were people like, Interacting to, with each interacting other. Interacting with each other, right? Yeah. Or like disputing each other. Most of it was kind of like just an interview between the moderators and then the candidates, except when some people tried desperately to get in their opinion because, you know, the problem is, again, like not everyone got to voice in on every issue. Sure. Right? Because there's too so many people. So what were the issues that they brought up? Give me an example. I don't... Uh, so... I don't even know the issues. This immigration is was okay. a big one. Okay, what 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 did they say? Uh, you know, a lot of times it's always... If you understood it, it was probably in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of the times they were just talking about uh, the the crisis at the border where just like yeah. we have kids, you know, like the fact that there's still children being separated from their families, you know, and then the sort of poor conditions that are going on at the border right now. Yeah. All of that is our easy talking points for these candidates just to go, you know, in my administration, it would not be a crime to seek asylum in Mm. this country, blah, 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 you know, all that stuff, which, you know, it's all fine and dandy, but the fact that it is so bad at the border right now, it makes it very easy for them to be like, the president is doing awfully and this is garbage and this would not happen in my administration. This is, you know, a crime against humanity, whatever, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. That was a big one. And then uh, another big one, the big issue was climate. Yeah. Climate change is a huge issue for everyone. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm looking at now on the New York Times, they have which candidates and topics got the most time during the second Democratic debate. So I'm just looking. So they have the first debate breakdown. It was more economy than immigration, than healthcare in that order. Climate change was towards the end of it um immigration looks like it got the majority of it hold on am i reading this backwards huh political revolution okay well it looks like you know they have some of the major topics were economy healthcare immigration gun control civil rights climate change and foreign policy yeah yeah well like foreign policy was really just talking about you know our broken alliances and then iran a lot so, of it was just the wrong. So, so broken alliances. I don't know because usually you would think that we would have repercussions if there were really anything, you know, super, super broken. Well, yeah, do, of course. Because do we have any, I think though? no, but I think I think even the foreign countries, you know, you want to talk about Germany or, yeah. or England or whatever, they know that we have just a lunatic in charge. Like they know, they they know like the rest of the normal. American people are like once we have a new administration, sure, everything's gonna be back to normal. So they know it's like they're just kind of like waiting out this guy, you know. So like, it, well, it could be another four years. 
It could be another four years. I, that's right. I think it's I, I think it's more likely than not that it'll be another four years. Oh, that's it's scary to think about, but I mean I, I don't hundred percent agree. Well, well, I agree well, well hold on. Hold how how bad has it been though? How bad has it been? Yeah. In terms of what? Everything. In terms of everything? I mean, the economy is is great. I mean, or at least it's on the same trajectory that it's been on. Yeah. And I know and you know it, it Everyone knows that a president does not run a country. I mean, it doesn't like one man alone, yeah. one man yeah. or woman alone does not affect the entire United States. Like, exactly. Yeah. You know. So same goes for any any president. You know, it's the whole Yeah. It's it's the whole picture. So if if one president couldn't burn it down and ruin everything and millions of people aren't dead or the country isn't in complete disarray, I don't know. I don't. I feel like more people would want to would want more of the same for, for at least four more years of the same. It's possible. It's possible. I really think it's going to happen. Now, I think even if kids get out and vote, and and it, and it has to be for someone that they think is is cool. I don't think there are any cool candidates uh, for the well, Democrats. I, I mean, maybe, maybe not, but there definitely is still a huge anti-Trump movement. Like, regardless of who you support, yeah. there still is a monumental anti-Trump movement. Is as there? long as there is, same with a pro-Trump movement, where, again, it has absolutely nothing to do with any part of your politics. It's all about, like, this one man. You know? Like, that definitely is out there. So there's definitely people that are going to be... That's just so wild. But, I mean, that's 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 America as it is right now. You know, because we're such America, a two-party system. Like, forever though maybe maybe i feel like the i feel like things were their chillest between clinton and bush jr that's where things were like the meh it's all right no it may be that i was in fifth grade and i really didn't give a shit <laughs> right at all but that's when i was reading do you remember um highlights yes of course well when I got to fifth grade, I went to like a smart school and they said, this highlight shit is bullshit. They gave <laughs> us like new times or times teens or something. Mm. And it was during that election. Interesting. And that, was, and that was the first time I got actually mildly interested in politics. And it was so mild. And I barely care now, but I'm looking at all these people that are talking. So I've, I don't know who Eric Swalwell, Swalwell is. He sounds like he'd be on the gay version of Pornhub. <laughs> um michael bennett don't, don't let him don't let him hear you say that why he will uh swalwell will come out come out swinging he's a so he's a veteran i'm waiting for him i, th- to I think out. i think that's him i think he's a veteran okay but uh eric swalwell his his basically entire pitch he was on the second night so yeah. he was with with biden and bernie okay and, and this is a summary of the second yeah, night, yeah. by the way this is yeah and uh his like main position was anti-biden so like a lot of his he was talking yeah but not anti-biden that way it was more like uh he he told like one story where he was talking about how you know when i was a kid there was there was a a then uh senator or senator elect that was that told me you know you're going to be the future generation we are going to pass the torch on to you you're going to be the one in charge of the future okay he's like and that senator was senator joe biden it's time for you to pass the torch to 
you know the younger generation okay you know and, and that's what he did a lot of just talking about how he doesn't he thinks that biden needs it's, to drop out because he's too old and he's let the younger people handle it sure so that was like that his was his main that was, that like his, was main his main thing. point yeah that's a shitty point i mean he talked about you know he talked about gun violence and whatever you know he talked about issues did he want but biden like, to but go all of gun was, violence on himself to get himself <laughs> yeah, out of the race pretty much but like Jeez. his overarching energy was just like biden you need to drop out you should not be running because it's time for a younger generation to step up. Really? You know, okay. like him, like Eric Swalwa. But I mean, he, yeah, that's, he's all right, but that's weird. Whatever. Okay. Um, passing a middle class working families tax cut. Is that what we need? Does the middle class need more help? I feel like the middle class is killing it I mean, right I, now. I, oh, I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're killing it. I mean, I think that, you know another tax cut for the middle class it's uh, i don't know we need we need better wages like i don't yeah, need to like just need keep, i don't need to keep more class. my i don't need to keep more of my wages i want more wages which you know yeah. like, that's how you grow a middle class to me yeah uh we've got to fix our democracy before it's too late so is butt gag is um that's pete butt gag or gig this guy's not gonna win but gag is he screwed. He could. Really? Butt gag? Oh, yeah. You really want... Can you imagine turning on... Can you imagine all the Fox News butt gag jokes we're going to have for four years if he wins? I mean, it's not butt gag. What is it? Booted edge. It's, oh, it's that's booted edge? Boot edge edge. Booted edge. Booted edge. Pete booted edge. Booty gag. Anyway, <laughs> um, we have to fix our... So So what was his thing? Does he want to get rid of the Electoral College and really count people's votes? Because you will have I a rebellion know. in Nebraska. I don't know. I don't know if that was his his thing, but we I mean, if you listen to if you listen to him speak, okay. he speaks very affluently, and he he's a really I mean, his energy is is perfect. Like he doesn't get angry. Hmm. He just like he's strong. Yeah, and soft at the same time. Hmm. So he it, his biggest weakness is that he's so young. That's that's pretty much and it. And his name. And is Booty Gag. And the fact that he's gay. Oh, he is? He's the gay one. What? Yeah, he's a husband. Oh man. How how great would it be if if the first man was actually, you know, he would be the first man, but still we still have a man as president. Yeah. That would be great. And the Democrats couldn't be mad. Oh yeah. Hillary well, Hillary Clinton would well, no, jump. No, off of a building and <laughs> no, she's no, like no, there no, isn't no. I, there's a first man and a man in president like we're fucked we can't we can't win yeah yeah so he he's a really really great candidate i really like people to judge i mean you have to listen to him speak he's you know he comes from the midwest so yeah so he knows like those people huh you know like he won in a city of trump supporters you know cool. so He's definitely a, a good candidate, but the fact that he is so young, nice, and How, the fact that thirty-seven that there are definitely going to be Republicans that are be like, I don't want a gay president, you know, kind of like just how Barack Obama was like, oh, people were like, I don't want a black president. There, there are plenty of people that thought that, plenty of yeah. people that didn't, plenty of people yeah. that there were some people that did think that. So there yeah, are going to be some people that cares? think that. Of course, just yeah, just like prag, prag, pragmatically, who cares? What's right. what's the worst thing? Let's just say we get like the like the gayest of the gay presidents, a super gay president. Right. What's the worst that could happen? 
Nothing. We get we get we get confetti Thursdays. <laughs> yeah. Every, All cakes have to be become funfetti. Yeah. Oh, that one bakery that doesn't want to make gay cakes, they're <laughs> fucked. If booty gag makes it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds that sounds neat. He yeah. he, he doesn't look super young. He looks like he could fit in his Well, president. he's like he's a millennial, but he's literally on like the cusp of Really? Oh, 1982. Holy fuck. Yeah, like 37. He's almost 40 some yeah one of one from the 80s okay well well i hope you know i hope we get now you want to talk about money. crazy marianne williamson oof uh marianne williamson okay so she's an author okay she has she ever been anything no she's an author all That's right it. and uh well. one if you listen like one of her quotes was is i can't you know i can't uh, speak verbatim but i can summarize that she's like donald trump didn't win with clever policies Okay. So I don't know why you're talking about all these clever policies. He got he won with by saying "Make America Great Again." Got it. And okay. like that's something she said, like as if okay. these people talk about policy is like a bad thing. Yeah, you know. I don't this know. Is, and then good. she also talked about how you know you guys talk about healthcare, but why aren't you asking the questions like why are so many people sick? Why aren't we looking at chemical policy and food policy and yeah. all that other stuff? You know, huh, that's fair. Yeah, but it's. <laughs> What so now you what do you want to put in some food policies and, and chemical policies like oh no you can't use Tide anymore because that doesn't have you, know, you want to put all these like more regulations huh. on food and chemicals so we can make people avoid being sick you know so huh. yeah it was a uh, she's she's very very strange I but like it the worst part <laughs> that I found out that she's already qualified for the second debate. Really, like well, she already has the numbers and the donations, which is crazy. But. Well, do you know? It's funny that you say that. I'm I'm reading an article now that um, Republicans start donating to Marianne Williamson to keep her in the future Democratic debates. <laughs> that so, that sounds about right. To me. So they're donating a dollar just to make sure that she stays in the forefront. Yep. You know how they can, see? This is why I think the majority of the country is actually Republican, or the majority of the money in the country is has to be republican just just because they are keeping them (laughs) they can just buy their way to manipulate these debates to have someone who's clearly not qualified over someone like booty gag you know it's funny i think i feel like this is almost sort of what happened last election cycle with for the when it was trump where like democrats were like oh please let it be trump that would be so good if it was trump because he's such an idiot there's no way he would win you know and then he then he wins (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that didn't go well. I would pass a $1,000 freedom dividend for every American adult. Andrew Yang, my man. He didn't get a lot of speaking time. Now there's a big uh, hoopla about uh, yeah. Microphone Gate, about how... His microphone didn't work? About how MSNBC, and you know, they, they turned off his microphone, so he couldn't like interject. Yeah. that's that's There's a lot of talk huh. about that. But uh, to answer your question before, any uh, pretty ones... Uh, Kirsten Gillibrand is beautiful. I mean, she's beautiful. Really? She doesn't look yeah. great in her little thumbnail here. So let's see. I and feel like for as... Mm, okay. Um, meh, meh. Uh, yeah, no, I don't and know. And then um, from the first debate... Ooh, what's her name? Uh, there's the lady from Hawaii. Yeah. She's very pretty. Yeah, she is pretty. And I feel like, you know, as, as shitty as it may sound, I feel like that's really important. To be an attractive 
person. Oh yeah, no, and that's includes you the need men to be. That yes. includes the men. Yeah, no, no. that's that's why again Trump was an anomaly because I don't know how someone like Brian Sims isn't more popular. Do you even know who that is? I don't even know if he's running for anything. No, he's just a lawyer, <laughs> just a random dude. He could win. Good for him. Well, that that's why that's what uh, happened when. Uh, Beto like announced his candidacy. Yeah, like, I think a lot of people were really excited because he's such a handsome guy. Like he looks like he looks like the next like Kennedy dynasty. You yeah, know? well, let's sort hope it doesn't end that way. Um, or <laughs> I, start that way. And uh, so that's the thing. Like I think huh. I think Buttigieg is booty gag. I think he's handsome enough. I mean, I think to to do that. And uh, but huh. yeah, it's true. I, I agree that it's it's sad in the way because then you have like a lot of these underdog candidates that kind of look like. I don't know, you're like dorky uncles or whatever. Or yeah. Like, you know. Or you know what? You don't need to be super attractive. I think you can just fit the bill, you know? So Bernie Sanders fits the bill of a politician. Oh, I was, I was so tired of hearing him speak. Really? It's the same song and dance as he did last time, where like every issue yeah. ends up getting tied in to the 1%, the millionaires yeah. and the billionaires. Uh yeah, it's, it was ridiculous. And then Biden, you know, Biden didn't do too well a lot because like a lot of people were just attacking mm. him and his and his positions. Bernie's got to go. Biden's got to go. They they have to go. They're they're too old. I feel like they're dead in the water. They're dead in the water. I mean, well, well, I feel like the whole thing is dead in the water. Biden is there. still number one. Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, that's her. <sighs> yeah, Cor- like Cory Booker lady. did did really well. He's pretty cool. Listen, let's 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 learn more about the pretty lady. Tulsi is the first female combat veteran. Oh, so she'll fuck you up too. Yes. I like this. Mm-hmm. I like this. Oh, look at that. Serious decisions. Granted, there's an iPad here. Can't be that serious. <laughs> you're not you're not doing a whole lot with an iPad. Um the fact that she is yeah, oh I do see. Yeah. Hawaiian. So beautiful, chill place. A veteran can surf. Yeah, if I get an opportunity to vote and her name is on the ballot, I well, will, you got to hear her positions. Will, I mean, well, you have do to. I? Yeah, you do. Okay, let's let's look at because you know Pete Buttigieg is also a veteran. All right, let's go to his positions. Where are they? Oh boy, someone he needs a, a new barber though. Like his haircut is still like a very uh, issues. Here fifth we go. grade. Fuck, I don't really care about anything else. I don't care that you're gay, my friend. I care about your positions, freedom. Okay, freedom from is not just freedom from, but also freedom to. Catchy. I like that. Security, patriotism, blah, 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 blah. No issues that we care about from gun safety to immigration, from climate education, democracy. So freedom, what do we got? Healthcare. Oh, he has like a nice, he has a couple. Oh, look at that. Bullet points. He knows, he knows who he's talking to here. <laughs> Prove health equity. I don't know what that is. Um, I don't, yeah, how is, how is. What is health equity? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Invest in maternal and infant health. So I think like his his broader lower drug prices. I'm so that was of. that was a big part of the debate. Yeah. Was and when it comes to healthcare, is do we need to drop private insurance and just go to single payer? You know, like should we just make the big jump and yeah. not transition out? Right. So like that was Oof. that was a big hmm. point of like you know the moderate said like show of hands who wants to eliminate private insurance or whatever. So like that was. A, a very touchy touchy subject yeah, of but course. like some people so Pete Buttigieg's position is more of, that's what he says like Medicare for all who want it so 
so he's all about the making a government option yeah that is going to be superior than private insurance sure well superior in its in price it can't be superior in Sup- quality superior in all ways how the government no the government already has a small subset of people that it really really cares about and is really incentivized to do a single payer option for mm-hmm. that it fails at miserably what are you talking about the va Okay, but the VA is probably the biggest reason why I don't want the government to be the one in charge of healthcare. It, they don't do a good job. See, but that's but you're talking about the VA. No one talked about the VA. All yeah. what they talked about was Medicare, because which it's everyone embarrassing. loves. Embarrassing. Everyone loves Medicare. Yeah, because Medicare subsidizes you know doctors to do it. Like they act as the insurer. The, like the VA is what it would look like if the government managed the whole thing from top to bottom, and it's it's just poorly managed. Well, but that's it's such a. But big that's why that's what they want to do, like a Medicare curve. for all, because Medicare is what's working. And and I, I'm not gonna. I don't even know what Medicare is. Is that like the government's insurance policy mm-hmm. where they just pay for everything? Med- well, Medicare is what is what like uh, the retirees, like people on Social Security. Oh, okay, like retired people. Oh, they're on okay. Medicare. Yeah, hmm. it's where the government pays the bills. That could be, yeah. uh, so that, so that that was that was a big point. Is that like, do we need to drop private insurance? Some people sure. are like, we need to get rid of insurance companies altogether. We don't need them, and then just go, you know, where the government huh. will set the prices of services, or or at least negotiate the prices of services, so that yeah. way they're like flat flat costs, uh, and then in order to bring all the costs down, and then also the fact that then hmm. everyone's on it, which means that we all have to pay for it through taxes. So therefore, there's the pool of funds mm-hmm. in order to pay for the the sick people. But you need so, to have an option to. So, like some people were like, you know, we want to have a government option, like yeah. a public option, uh, which is again peace, peace position. Huh. Yeah, I would definitely look more into it because there are other countries that don't have universal health care. That that do way better than we do. Uh, do they have more people? So let's see how many people are in. Population. So the U.S. has about 300 million people, right? Yeah. Okay, so 126.8 million, so roughly about a third. Hmm. So Japan has private insurance? Yes. That's the way they do it? But everything costs less. Everything costs less. So everyone goes to the doctor. So I was watching, I was watching a couple of videos about it because I could have sworn when I was there that they had universal health care because mm-hmm. everyone either has like the medicine they need the you i didn't see many like outlandishly sick people in tokyo when i was there or in kyoto which is more of a normal city and i was watching a bunch of youtube videos and these people go to the doctor all the time but an x-ray is forty dollars it's a reasonable it's not a fifteen like out of pocket cost would be yeah. forty dollars yeah it's not fifteen hundred dollars right. and then you pay 60 to your insurance or you pay 120 or 500 to your insurance company yeah yeah it's not that so they're doing something right um and their and their population is way older than ours is so a lot of their expenses are you know are coming due but they keep the country healthier you know um i don't know i think that that would definitely be something worth looking into i just don't really i don't know something about the government setting the formulary because that's what it would be. The government would be the insurance company, right? Right. And right now, insurance companies, they have formulary. So let's say you have any disease or something, and 
the insurance company says, we need to put you through these five medicines that work for 70% of people. So studies have shown that these five, if you, if you do these five things in order, you'll be all right by the end of it. And if not, there's a process for that too. The problem is that that's only 70% of people. And for those 30% of people, they have to go through these five steps that are not going to work for them before they get something done correctly. Now that's for a flexible insurance company. That's one group of people, not the whole government writing a formulary for everyone. That I just don't know how that's going to go well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's, again, again, we don't know a, yeah, because don't it's, know. it's 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 not a thing. But I'm, what I'm I just do super know, skeptical. What I do know, yeah, is that the idea of insurance companies being profitable companies like that can't be good for the for people and people's health. The fact that they have to make money, they they want to be profitable. Yeah. Like that just like fundamentally, like it sounds awful to me. You know, like obviously I have private insurance and I have great insurance thanks yeah. to my company. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm doing fine. Huh. But but just like that fundamental idea of like, well, we need to make money off of uh off of people's health. Yeah. Just is wrong to me. You know? Yeah. The the insurance model is kind of weird. Yeah. It's really weird when it comes to people because for everything else it works fine, right? Sure. Um, like cars, like car insurance and stuff. Yeah, for car insurance because all they're doing is betting. Like, what are what is the likelihood of you getting into an accident? Right. Right. Then I'm going to charge you this amount to cover it that one time you're yeah. in an accident. Yeah. And I'm betting that you're not going to get in, and I'm going to make a profit when I when I keep that money. Yeah. The I'm problem fine with that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. With with a car, but with health, you're not. Huh. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. I don't know of a good way to do it. I really don't. Yeah. I really don't. Well, I think I think we have to, I think we have to go to single payer. I think we need just just because we want the pool to be as big as possible. Yeah, we want one pool to be everyone in America is paying all citizens of America are paying yeah. into it, and then you just go see a doctor when you need to see one, and then they get paid a good amount. From that see, pool, that, like that just sounds right to me. I don't. Well, I could see something like that working, you know. And, and again, then, like and like like the cost of X rays, like that same thing. Like yeah, the fact that we could set like, no, we're not paying a thousand dollars for an X ray. Like you have the machine; it doesn't take that much to turn it on. You know, you no, know, no, and that makes sense. But at the same time, we need to then we need to work out a couple other things. Is is there going to be an option for insurance? Can someone who could afford it get insurance? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Because if you you can't you can't force someone. I don't believe in the government forcing anyone to like like to cap their wages. Mm-hmm. Like there are levels of doctor. So you may think I, I at least I thought until my wife was working with a doctor, I thought all doctors were about the same. Therapist, let's just say therapists. Yeah. I thought every psych psychiatrist was the same. They all went to school. They learned some stuff. They see you and they have the knowledge to write a script. What I didn't know is that it's not equal a- across the board. You may you need to take some med school exams and you need to be qualified up to an extent, but what you do from that point of graduation forward is really up to that person. So there are levels within the psychiatrist community, someone who could only charge, you know, I don't know, $150 an hour 
or $30 an hour, all the way up to someone who can charge $500 an hour. Mm -hmm. Now, are you going to tell me that everyone is going to be put on that same scale of $100 an hour? You got to let someone who's worth $500 make that amount of money. Right. And basically say, I'm I'm not going to take this government insurance. I'm only going to take people who are willing to pay this for me. Because once you start capping the price of stuff, it just it just doesn't work because it disincentivizes, you know, people really putting the effort into making it better than everyone else. Right. Yeah. So I, that's well, but, where I'm But we don't know. We I'm don't afraid. know. We don't know what we're talking cuz also I think it also imagine uh, matters of region. If you are a doctor in Podunk, Alabama, you're still very important. Yeah. And but like what's the incentive to live in Podunk, Alabama if you're a doctor? Not much. You know? Yeah, but they have doctors there. Of course, of course. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think I think that's why, like, the in terms of like how much you pay a doctor, I think it all depends on where they are. You know, because I mean, there's a lot of incentive for a doctor to live in like New York City. I mean, it's a great place to live. Yeah. You know, I don't think we should pay doctors in New York City as much as we pay doctors in like rural rural communities where we need them yeah you know so like so you feel like the rural ones should make should make a little more i think there should be more of an incentive to work in some of those underserved communities than in a place where you want to be yeah you know? I, i'm just I not a, i'm just not a fan of artificially setting the market just because the government wants to to move people well that i mean but that's to like manipulate but I, I, I just don't think that i feel like it's a bad tool to use but it, we already do that now i think like we we like I think we have that for especially like foreign doctors, like if like Aziz makes a joke yeah, about that, that. That's right about his dad being a doctor in South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because like the government like gave them an incentive to do that, and I think there needs to be incentive. Otherwise, you're not going. Otherwise, these communities are going to be left behind and underserved in all aspects. You know. So. Yeah, the, it it there's just so much that goes into it. Is there anything? Let me see. I'm I'm just looking at booty gags here. Uh, foreign policy. Don't be a dick. I think that 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 should be uh, forwards. Don't be a dick. Yeah. There you go. Immigration. That's weird. Um, hmm. Immigration is odd. Actually, you know what? I heard just kind of changing topics here. Have you heard the latest Doctor Drew After Dark with Seth Green? Yeah. No. Okay. It's really good, and they get into something completely unrelated to seth green or dr drew after dark they get into like the homeless issue in los angeles mm. which which is apparently nuts and dr drew is talking about how it's not a, hus- a housing crisis he doesn't believe that it's a housing issue mm-hmm. so people are always up in arms oh houses cost too much it's yeah, too yeah. expensive to house people he's pretty sure that's a hoax and because la apparently absorbed over a million illegal immigrants and none of them are on the street like uh-huh. where, where 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 are they all yeah, yeah. So if you took in over a million and you still have homeless people, what's going on? So he brought up a couple topics. One of them was the legalization of pot, which got a lot of people to go to the warm place with weed, which I think is one thing. The other is that there's this law that I think it's Prop 47 or something. I, I, I could probably look this up, but it changes what's a, a misdemeanor in, uh, in, in California. Okay, yeah. Reduction of penalties for crimes. So... One of the weird things is that it, I think it makes it legal to steal up to $950 a week. <laughs> no, not legal. It's a misdemeanor. So you're going to get a ticket that, that'll probably cost you anywhere in the range of like 200, 300 bucks. But that's about it. Interesting. Yeah. 
So it's like, it's stuff like this that I feel like really needs to be impacted. But again, someone who wins the presidency, you know, the president can't, can't, can't do anything about it. Right. This. The president can't do anything about and I feel like this is, in California. this is what I feel like needs more attention is local stuff at the state level. I don't feel like the president should have as much power as they have. Well, I mean, they don't have power to do things at a state level. Yeah, well, yeah, but I don't feel like... Like Congress does. By power, I mean like the attention that it gets. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's completely unwarranted. Right, right. It's a big popularity contest for some dickhead or pusshead. Um, that's for the women out there, equal opportunity. They, um, I just think it's a popularity contest. It is. It, it abs- of course it's a popularity who is contest. The, who is the coolest and who wants to yeah. be this this figurehead that really can't do much of anything? Well, yeah, because I think, I think it's, if anything, it's more like the president just like has ideas. Like, these are this is what I envision for sure. America. Do you yeah. like that vision? Vote for me. And then what they do is then they say, Congress, can you do anything about making any of these visions a reality? Sure. And then Congress says, no. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, nothing happens, you know? A. So. I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, this was this was an interesting episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was it was a little more serious. Much more serious. But I feel like it's and and, and we should do this again but, as we get more. Oh, yeah, debates. Yeah. yeah, we should really talk about it. Yeah, because yeah. again, I'm completely uninformed. I think for the purpose of the show, I'm gonna stay uninformed. Great. And you could stay as mildly informed as you want to be. I will be mildly informed. That is absolutely true. Yeah, and I'm gonna get all my information from podcasts, and we're gonna just come together. And just talk about it. Excellent. And hopefully these get funnier and better as time goes on. So Sounds good. I'm Josh. I'm Drew. And this is Nothing to Say with Josh and Drew. See you.